Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hi there, welcome to the podcast. I'm pretty excited to bring you this episode because I know that you'll find it to be an incredibly useful tool in your life for virtually anything, but definitely for eating habits. And when I really learned more about this, about rewriting your story about two years ago, it really impacted my life so greatly in many ways. And because of that, I want to share it with you. Now, what exactly do I mean by rewriting your eating habits story? Your story is what you've been telling yourself about yourself. So your eating habits story is what you've been telling yourself about your eating habits. Now, what you've been telling yourself isn't necessarily the truth. It's just your opinion, your belief. And your brain is a very tricky organ and likes to keep you safe and keep you the same. Because of this, your brain will be more likely to think thoughts or tell you a story about yourself that will keep you safe and keep you the same. So your brain likes to continue telling the same thing about yourself to you. Now, your brain may think that it's doing the right thing, but that's not necessarily the case. You have to remember that your brain's primary objective is just to keep you alive and keep you reproducing to keep the human species alive. The story about yourself that your brain has been telling you came from something somewhere in your past. And that can be your childhood, that can be just a few years ago or even just a few months ago. Your brain will also look for evidence of why that belief or why that story that you have about yourself is indeed true. So anything that occurs once you already have that story about yourself will just prove to your brain that the belief was true. Your brain will specifically look for that evidence and it'll it'll even take something and sort of reinterpret it um, or perceive it a certain way manipulate it in a sense to validate what your brain's already been thinking so that it can just say, hey, what I've been telling you all along really is true. And that's just because your brain wants you to continue staying the same. It wants you to continue keeping the same thoughts and doing the same things. And I'll get into that a little bit more. And it's doing this because it thinks that keeping you the same is keeping you safe. So regarding eating habits, at some point you had a certain belief about yourself regarding your eating habits and your brain has been looking for evidence to ensure that this belief is true or at least for you to perceive that it's true in order to keep you thinking and doing the same thing to keep you the same, to keep you safe, or at least what your brain believes to be safe. Now, to rewrite your eating habit story, we're going to be talking about your thoughts or the way that you think about yourself, people, things, circumstances. The way that you think about these things will make you feel a certain way. Your feelings or emotions always drive your behaviors. 
Behaviors are just actions, reactions, or inaction, so not doing anything. And then, of course, those behaviors always result in something. So if you want to change something in your life, meaning if you want a different result or a specific result in your life, it starts with your thoughts, your mindset, how you think about yourself or something else or someone else. To rewrite your eating habits story, we're going to focus on your thoughts about yourself and your eating habits. More specifically, statements that start with I or I am, meaning the story you've been telling yourself about yourself and your eating habits for a period of time. And that period of time could be a few months, a few years, most of your life. So a lot of times it's for a a very extended period of time, like most of your life, but not always. So again, your current eating habit story is just thoughts about yourself and your eating habits right now that you've been thinking for a long period of time. And these thoughts or beliefs are ultimately affecting your feelings, your behaviors, and the results in your life. Let me give you an example of a current belief or story and the result that it creates. This will actually be an example not related to eating habits, but then I'll give you an example of how to actually rewrite your eating habits story. And just a note, belief is just another word for thought and story. Opinion and judgments are also words that are used interchangeably for thoughts and beliefs as well. So let's just say that you have a social anxiety. You hate walking into a room full of people and you have the thought, I'm awkward and everyone will see that and think I'm weird. I actually used to be this way when I was really young, but I've changed my story. So this really does work. So if you tell yourself that story before going to a social event, how do you think that would make you feel? You'd probably feel something like, awkward, uncomfortable, or maybe self-conscious, right? So let's just choose self-conscious as the emotion that this belief or this story produces in your body. When you're feeling self-conscious, when you walk into a room full of people because of what you are thinking, what are your behaviors going to be? So potentially your behaviors might be to walk in very tentatively, Maybe fix your outfit multiple times, not really smile as much. Maybe even start to sweat a little bit and your face starts turning a little pink or you might get even just like a tad shaky, right? You also might not approach anyone, so there's an inaction. You might not hang around for very long. You might only go for like 20, 30 minutes and then leave or flee out of there, right? So with all of these behaviors, what result do you think you're going to potentially have? You're more likely going to come across to at least some of the people in the room as awkward, and they might be looking at you because of that. So see how interesting it is that your thoughts about yourself can ultimately create your results. So now let's just say you rewrite your story to what you'd like for it to be. Let's say your new story about yourself before walking into the room is, I am a good conversationalist and people will see that. With a thought like that, how do you think you might feel inside? Maybe more of a feeling like calm or confident. 
Let's just say that you felt more calm walking into the room with that kind of a a new thought or a new story. And that new story is basically something that you'd like for it to to be. You'd like to um, sort of have true about yourself, right? So let's choose more calm as the emotion or calm as the emotion, right? So what would your behaviors be like if you felt calm walking into that room full of people? Probably walking in in a much more relaxed and natural way. Probably not fixing your outfit or your hair multiple times. Probably smiling a lot more. Certainly not sweating and having your face turn pink. You'd be much more likely to say hello to people and look for a friendly face to strike up conversation with, right? You'd probably be much more focused on the conversation with the person rather than being self-conscious and focused on how uncomfortable and awkward you felt, right? And then with those behaviors, the, the new behaviors, the results are going to be different as well. People will be more likely to think, hey, she's a really good conversationalist, or I really enjoyed chatting with her. I'm going to reach out to her to chat again. So do you see how your story about yourself, meaning your thoughts or beliefs about yourself, will affect how you feel, how you behave, and the results from that? Also, notice how the results end up proving the thought the story true. That is super interesting. Okay, so let's get into how to rewrite your eating habits story. I'm going to give my favorite example. So let's just say that you have the current story. I am addicted to sugar. That's your belief about yourself and your eating habit involving sugar. So this is just hypothetical, right? If you have the thought, or if you do currently have this thought or belief about yourself, how does that make you feel? Even if you felt that this was 100% true and you're saying, you know, no, Kate, like I am addicted to sugar, how does that thought make you feel? Or if you don't have that thought as part of your specific eating habits story, if you did have that thought, try to put yourself into that person's shoes, right? and try to think this thought, how do you think that that would make you feel if you thought that? Especially if you thought it over and over and over again, because remember, your brain likes to feed you the same thoughts over and over again to keep you feeling and doing exactly the same. So there are lots of different emotions that can occur because of this thoughts, and that's just because we all have different bodies and brains, right? So emotions are just sensations or vibrations in your body. And this thought might cause a feeling such as self-pity, despair, or powerlessness, maybe even weak or hopeless. It can make you feel out of control or stuck. Yes, those are emotions as well, feeling out of control and feeling stuck. So let's just choose self-pity as the emotion that this eating habits story creates. So if you have the thought, I'm addicted to sugar, and that makes you feel pity for yourself, what do you think your behaviors are going to be when you're feeling this way? Well, as an eating habit coach, I know that emotional eating plays a large role in eating habits that career women usually want to break. And in this case, a feeling of self-pity is 
not a good feeling. It's a pretty uncomfortable emotion and can definitely lead to emotional eating in response in order to try to take away that discomfort. So that feeling of self-pity can then cause you to eat more sugar. It can cause you to emotionally eat in response to try to decrease the discomfort of the self-pity to try to make yourself feel better. And self-pity is not a great motivator to help you get the help you need in order to decrease your sugar intake and break that sugar habit. So the inaction might be that you don't seek out and go forth with more help for this if this is something that you want to change. Also, every time you see sugar, your brain may freak out a little bit and start to get very stressed and try to use willpower to resist the urge to eat the sugar, which is not an effective way at all. There's a much better way to deal with urges and cravings, which my clients know and have so much success with, and they're so much easier and less stressful than trying to fight an urge with willpower. So then all of these behaviors are going to produce what potential result? Eating more sugar, probably, right? Thereby proving the story true, which is exactly what your brain wants because it'll keep you exactly the same. And remember, it's looking for evidence, right? So it's going to a lot of times create that evidence by having you feel and do certain things to keep the result to keep you stuck, right? Now let's rewrite your eating habits story for this one. I recommend that you think somewhat into your future and picture yourself where you'd like to be as far as this sugar habit. And again, this is hypothetical if you don't have the sugar habit or if you have never had a thought about I'm addicted to sugar. Um, But I know some of you listening do have this thought or a similar thought or you do have a sugar habit that you want to break, right? So if we're going to rewrite this eating habits story, it can be something like I'm able to be around sugar and not overdo it, right? So that would be your new story, your new belief about yourself and your eating habits. That's just an example. Next, think about how this story would make you feel in your body. It could be a feeling such as relief or confidence or self-control. It can be different, remember, for everyone. So let's just choose a feeling of confidence as the feeling or emotion that is now present in your body because of this new story. When you feel confident and you're around sugar, what do you think will be less likely to occur? you'll probably be less likely to overdo it with the sugar. Maybe you'll just take one cookie and walk away without taking six cookies. Maybe you won't even take a cookie because you'll be thinking about later on this evening when you were planning on having ice cream, right? So you still get to enjoy the sugar if you want to, but you're more likely to be in control when you have a feeling like confidence in your body and you're in that situation with sugar. And then your result will be that you are able to be around sugar and not overdo it. So just to summarize how to rewrite your eating habits story, Take your current belief about yourself regarding your eating habits. Just choose one to start with. Determine how that thought or that story makes you feel in your body. 
and then think about how you behave when you're feeling that way, meaning what you do or don't do. And then think about the result that that gets you. So to create a new eating habits story or to rewrite your eating habits story to one that better serves you, you are going to create a new belief about your eating habits, a new story, basically where you'd like to be. Try to just keep it to one sentence. Then you're going to envision yourself and think that thought about yourself and your eating habits and see how it feels in your body. Name that feeling or emotion. Then you'll think about your behaviors if you're feeling that emotion or feeling that way. Write down those behaviors and from those, think about one result that you'll create because of those behaviors. This result you'll find is probably very much in alignment with the thought, your new eating habit story. Same thing goes for your current eating habit story. Your current result is in alignment with your current thought, your current eating habit story. So interesting. All right, so give this one a try. This is all an example of part of coaching. So an important piece of coaching is not just guiding you with your actions, but also helping you change the way you see yourself and see other things or circumstances. And this is something that we can really dive into with one-on-one coaching, right? Really take the time to look at your thoughts help you with your feelings, help you with your actions. Because when you change the way you see yourself or other circumstances or even other people or the number on the scale, you feel differently. When you feel differently, you do differently. When you do differently or act differently, right? you have different results. And we can change any part of that sequence with coaching in order to create the eating habits or weight loss results, or both, that you want to create. So if you're struggling with your emotions, such as emotional eating, you know, we can work on a couple of things. We can work on the emotions themselves, or the thoughts also that create the emotions. If you're struggling with your behaviors, then we can work on the thoughts and the emotions behind the behaviors. And then certainly in order to create different results for you, such as weight loss results or eating habit results, we can work on your thoughts, your feelings or emotions, and your actions, reactions, or inactions. Also, there are other things like your work schedule, other people, social events where there might be food. Those are all circumstances. And we sometimes don't have full control over everything with these circumstances, but there are always lots of things that we can control and we can always control the way that we look at those things. So I just want you to know that you are not a lost cause, not in the least. There are lots of different ways that you can create different results in your life regarding eating habits and weight loss, all for the purpose of better overall physical and emotional health, because that's what it's all about, my career woman. All right. Thanks for listening. Take care. And I'll talk with you next week. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.